Some quick notes before we begin today. Our episodes sometimes contain strong language, so if that's a problem for you with your children, just pop some headphones in. Yeah, please do. And also, please note that we are midwives first and not audio technicians, and our audio does get better with time, much like a fine wine. So stick around through these early episodes where we're messy but really enthusiastic, and I promise we do sound more professional toward the end. Yes, especially when we hit our stride somewhere after we hired our audio engineer around episode 25. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Do you break the latch and Ugh. get up and start searching your cluttered home for the exact thing that you need? Or do you just reach in your nice organized box to the left <laughs> or basket and get the thing that you already knew you would need because we told you you were going to need it? Milk Minute, Milk Minute, Milk Minute, yeah! This is Maureen Farrell and Heather O'Neill, and this is the Milk Minute. We're midwives and lactation professionals, bringing you the most up-to-date evidence for all things lactation, so you can feel more confident about feeding your baby, body positivity, relationships, and mental health. Plus, we laugh a little, or a lot, along the way. So join us for another episode. Welcome to episode two, where we talk about all of our favorite things to put in our nursing stations. Yeah, we really like to have a little comfy place set up to nurse in. Not that you're going to use it every time, and um, I don't know, maybe you won't use it most times, but... um, There are a couple kind of universal things everybody's going to need when they're sitting there with a newborn breastfeeding and like some stuff that we just like that we're going to throw in there. Also, it's a great thing to start thinking about if you're pregnant because I did not think about this. I mainly focused on how my labor and delivery and birth was going to go and I really didn't think about how I was going to prepare my home for breastfeeding. So if you're in that nesting phase of your life, you might want to consider nesting in this way and creating a daytime nursing station and a nighttime nursing station and they do vary a little bit. And we just want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for comfort and that way you're not troubleshooting when you're already tired and you really don't know what you need. So we're just going to make this really easy for you and tell you what you need. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So here we go. Number one, snacks. Oh, yeah, snacks. Now, like, like some people sit down and nurse for 10 minutes and it's fine, but it's also okay if you have that baby that latches on for like an hour. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Parmesan crisps. I'm sure you had something more to say to that, but immediately I'm just thinking about Parmesan crisps. Oh, Parmesan crisps are good. I, gosh, what was my favorite breastfeeding snack? I always liked like, um, like bars of anything. Oh, bars? Really? Yeah. Like, I can't like handle a protein bars. bar. Like, if it has the fake protein in it, it automatically makes me fart. <laughs> I call them <laughs> fart bars, so I really can't. I don't need any of that in my life. <laughs> I'm dealing with enough postpartum. I don't need to be crop dusting everybody in the home. Uh, honey roasted peanuts was a good one for me. Yeah. I mean, you know, think about for sure stuff that's going to be healthy, full of protein, You know, and like, if you want to overindulge, it's not going to be the end of the world. Right. And I had one of those babies that was super distracted by every damn thing. And so when you do choose a snack, just be prepared that if you choose a really crunchy snack, your baby might break their latch and look up at you like, what the heck was that? (laughs) And you will drop pretzel dust on their head and it's fine. Just brush it off. That's totally fine. Just try not to make it like hot food dropping on their head. Yeah, that's frowned upon. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, baby blankets. 
you the the like the worst thing is you sit down and you start nursing your baby and you realize like you're both cold mm. and you're like crap do I like kind of like take my shirt off and like wrap it around and like sort of like just bundle us like cause we finally got that good latch and that's so hard to get or do we get up and get a blanket oh. and you see their mottled little legs oh yeah the little marbling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah not everyone knows what modeling is marbling it's when your skin looks like a marble yeah yeah babies do this it's like one of the first signs that they're cold for a lot of people usually their arms and legs get this weird like um mottled marbled look where it's mostly white and has like reddish purple-ish like like cobblestone almost but yeah definitely baby blankets and they're also good to cram in little tight places to help with positioning Mm mm-hmm or, like, if your baby has a blowout while you're breastfeeding, it's really nice if you when, already had a blanket, like, when underneath. that happens. <laughs> yeah, that's not an if, that's a when. Speaking of baby oh, wipes. Yeah. Please have your wipes there. Absolutely. Baby wipes are just good to have there for anything. I, man, like, honestly, at this point, I just, like, I clean my house with them sometimes. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I definitely do not. I mean, I'm just like, oh, I need to wipe the counter. I've got a baby wipe. <laughs> Although I did notice that my we ran out of ass wipes during this pandemic. And you, do you call them ass wipes at your house? You know, no, like the but Charmin, I'm, I'm supportive of it. The Charmin Ultra Clean, like, wipey wipes for your b-hole. <laughs> um, my husband was really bummed. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so funny. <laughs> he was really bummed that he couldn't get any ass wipes at the store. And so I busted him taking our daughter's baby wipes out of her nursery. And he was ripping them in half to, like, save them because oh of the goodness. pandemic. And he's just... I love having a husband that cares about the cleanliness of his bum. <laughs> it's so refreshing <laughs> in so many ways. Um, the other thing that you should probably have is burp gloss, a plethora of them. Yeah, yeah, or or like the like crappier baby blankets you don't care about that can mm-hmm. be used as burp cloths or mm-hmm. like or a milk whatever. milk residual collector. Yeah, you know some kind of like thing to prop under your breast. Right, especially also like if you have larger breasts, um, sometimes it's really helpful to like roll up some kind of cloth or um, blanket and prop your breast up with it too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it kind of helps with positioning. That way you're not worried about holding a heavy breast and positioning your baby right. at the same time. It can also, like, soak up that under boob sweat. Yeah, preventing yeast under the breast in yeah. the breast crease. Ugh. I yuck. hate yeast. Awful. We'll talk about that later. Chapstick. Yeah, like, who doesn't want that all the time? And and I feel like I only want chapstick when, when it's not there, though, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I just, it's all over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important to have them placed in strategic areas all around your home. That Got it. And, and, like, isn't that the most distracting thing, too? Yes. You're sitting there, and you're like, my lips are dry. And and I lick it, and it gets worse, and it's just awful. Yeah, or And then you kiss your baby's super soft skin, and you've got, like, this beat-up chap lip, and you're just <laughs> like, I'm not even able to enjoy this angel-soft kiss because oh. my busted lip is in the way. So yeah. chapstick is a good thing to sneak in your little bin next to you. Mm-hmm. And then having a water bottle is helpful. And yeah, like stay hydrated, stay healthy. Yeah. And and then if you have a water bottle next to your nursing chair, like every time you sit down, you're going to be like, oh, I should take a drink of water. <laughs> exactly. It's a good reminder. And for those of you that don't wear a camel back, I recommend... <laughs> 
definitely placing water all around your house because the chances are you're probably just going to pop down and breastfeed wherever you feel like doing it. And it's nice to have waters around for yourself. Yeah, and I really like those bottles that have, like, a little um, straw because I'm one of those people who, like, I just spill water when I drink it sometimes. Mm. And I've definitely spilled it all over my baby (laughs) while trying to hydrate. Those little straws are nice. Um, But you also have to clean those. Don't forget that. You have to, like, scrub in the straw or you're just, it's gross. Yeah, you totally do, Heather. You do. (laughs) Heather. I'm alive. Do you Oh, God. All right, Maureen, what's next on our list? (laughs) Um, Some kind of nursing pillow or prop, um, if you use one, or just even, like, a little throw pillow, if you use that. Um, You might not use it every time, but for some people, this is, like, an absolutely every-time-I-breastfeed thing, and Mm -hmm. they couldn't do without it, so. Yeah, and your baby kind of gets used to it, too. I skipped one. (laughs) And then phone charger, Get an extra phone charger and plug it in. I like to make sure that my nursing station in the daytime is next to an outlet. That way I can plug in my phone if I need to. Because I had one of those babies that liked to have a lazy lunch and would be there for 40 minutes at a time. Oh, yeah. And me too. <laughs> yeah. So when you're on your phone, you know, because your baby's in the in the boob zone and could care less if you're, like, staring at them the whole time, you know, I might be known to scroll Facebook from time to time. And if your phone starts to die and, like, maybe you're checking work emails, it's just a nice thing to have to make sure that you are, you know... Not feeling isolated. Mm-hmm. I actually used to prefer to have a book because um, I'm really guilty of, um, like, scrolling my, like, birth and breastfeeding groups and looking for problems I don't have while breastfeeding. <laughs> um, and so to fix that, I would um, try to read a book instead. We have similar <laughs> problems. <laughs> and then my favorite, last but not least the silicone breast pump, a.k.a. the Haka. Mm-hmm. I think there's an off-brand one now, too, but everybody calls it the Haka still. It's like a Xerox um, or a Kleenex. Yeah, like, so to be clear, Haka doesn't pay us, and I don't know, if they did, that would be great, but they're probably never going to. <laughs> but please pay us. Um, if you don't know what this is, it's like this um, entirely silicone, it looks like a bubble with a breast flange on there. Um, and you kind of just like whoop suction it onto that boob and it passively collects milk. Yeah, it just creates some gentle negative pressure. And that way, when you have a milk let down on one side that the baby's eating on, it doesn't just get soaked up in a burp cloth or spray all over your shirt on the other side. It actually goes into a receptacle and you get to keep it. And, oh, yeah. and you're not supposed to collect a large amount in this gadget no i mean some people do and like wow good job um boobs there but uh you know most people get like a half an ounce or an ounce and i think that's great i wish i had had one when i was breastfeeding but i don't know if it existed no it didn't it's new it's new and i also didn't even have it for heidi my last baby yeah it's like it's pretty new and but i love it me too. It has solved so many issues for my clients. Mm-hmm. So anyways, and it's a cheap investment. It's it's not like an expensive pump. It's like $14. Yeah, it's something really like that. really cheap. Um, and it's, it's a really good option for people who leak a lot or who just like want a little, little baby stashy stash in the freezer, mm-hmm. um, but they don't want to pump because pumping kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's a pun. I love God, it. We are so punny. We'll link to uh, the Haka in our show notes. So yeah. you can find it easily. 
Yeah, and and I just want to mention to um, like Heather talked about kind of the thinking about things prenatally. If you're like hardcore nesting and I don't know, like redesigning your house and buying new things, consider buying a really nice supportive upright chair mm-hmm. that is like kind of wide, you know, and has some armrests. It's got some wiggle room to reposition, but it's it's got that really good support because man, is your back going to thank you for that? Agree. Like, whew. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, you know, for the, for the, that's kind of like our basics, but the, the way that I want you guys to think about this is I want you to think, wow, if I, if like somebody glued my ass to that chair for 50 minutes, what would I want? Other than a dirty martini and, <laughs> and a good period piece, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Like may, maybe that's what you want to do. Maybe you want your breastfeeding chair, like where you can watch a movie. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, I used to watch a lot of, um, like, I would pick a, like, TV show and and just watch that while breastfeeding and watch, like, one episode each time because they were about 40 minutes and Mm -hmm. that's how long my kid took. That's funny. I didn't know that about you because I did the same thing and my breastfeeding show was Downton Abbey. Oh, man. Okay. I, gosh, what did I watch? I watched some weird... I was like some Western sheriff thing. What was it? Longmire or something? Longmire? What was it? Yeah, I think that was it. Is that even you? <laughs> I don't Why know. are you watching that? Well, we didn't actually have internet at the house at first, so I just had whatever a very nice friend of mine put on a flash drive for me. Oh. Yeah. He was real sweet, though. He, Uh-oh. like, yeah, so we were still building our house when I had a baby in it <laughs> because we're really good at planning. Um, that happens all the time. Yeah, and uh, and we actually, like, had a baby in it. I had a home birth. Um, and my friend who was up there living with us building the house, um, like, went to town and, like, downloaded a bunch of shows for me and brought them back because he's just the sweetest. That's amazing. I know. What a good friend. He's great. He brought you Longmire. Yeah, and he didn't say anything about the weird birth noises I made the next day, so. Um, and, you know, the list that we just went over is just like your standard day-to-day breastfeeding station. Now, the nighttime nursing station, we add a couple extra things. I like to add um, the breast pads for leaking because it's common to leak overnight. And if you're a super leaker, you might need to put that in your daytime nursing station as well. But I really don't like people to sleep overnight with wet breast pads against their skin because it's a breeding ground for yeast and it just bothers me. And then also instead of the haka, because I I don't really recommend using it at night unless you're going to fully sit up in an upright chair and like do the thing because it could get kicked off. It's probably dark. You're going to spill the milk. You're going to cry over the spilt milk and you're going to be like, damn you, Heather and Maureen. So I recommend the milk saver shells in the nighttime scenario compared to the haka because they can sit in your bra and they can passively collect that milk again, but they don't require somebody to hang on to it or to like monitor the suction to make sure it doesn't fall off on the floor. So I like mm-hmm. the milk saver shells. And then what else do you like to put in the nighttime? A night so, light. Yeah, I, I like a really small nightlight, like the smallest possible that you can see by because um, we really want to also make sure that we're trying to help your baby understand when it's time to sleep so that you're not up all night forever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and uh, and also having, like, a full, like, 
couple changes of clothes and diapers like within reach of your bed. Yeah, and this is not required, but it's a nice little parenting tip is to have a little dirty clothes basket right next to it mm-hmm. because the chances that your baby's going to pee through something or you're going to wet your shirt or whatever are pretty good and you can just quick take it off and throw it in that dirty hamper and then that way you're not stinking up a room because that's what's going to end up happening when you're exhausted you're just going to throw the stuff all around the room and then two days later it's going to smell like shit and rotten milk (laughs) yeah so heather you mentioned already about um not wanting to sit up all the way while nursing at night can you um expand on maybe what else you could do Yeah, so you can absolutely nurse laying down. I just like to make sure that people have a mattress that's not too squishy, that it makes it unsafe to do that. If you do fall asleep and your mattress is really squishy, the risk is obviously that you roll in towards each other and you end up suffocating your baby. So that obviously is something that you want to avoid. And just make sure that you have a more firm mattress that you both are able to lay next to each other safely. And um, you can get a chuck or like an absorbent pad that goes underneath of you because if and when you both fall asleep doing well, that somebody's gonna spill somebody's something gonna spill some orifice. <laughs> it's something yeah it it'll, just, it'll be nice to catch that and not have to completely change your entire bed yeah and and like I, again like this is not specifically breastfeeding but on that note if this is your first baby just go ahead right now and put a waterproof cover on your mattress oh, and yeah. don't take it off ever. Yeah, ever again. Tell <laughs> what did, what did your son say to you this morning? <laughs> so, yeah, my son um who is 4, he did that creepy toddler thing where he woke me up with his face like right next to mine and started whispering, "If you don't have a toddler yet, have fun with that." <laughs> um and he he goes, "Mommy, wake up." I I had an accident on you. <laughs> and I realized that, yes, yes, he had peed on me. She got a golden shower from her toddler. And he was the big spoon. Yeah, thanks. Uh, so, yeah, I, just leave gosh, the waterproof cover on. Love these children. Mm-hmm. Somebody said one time, because my son is a touch of a bedwetter, um, <laughs> And he's almost seven. And someone was like, why don't you just double make the bed so you have two sets of sheets on the bed already? And I was like, I think you're grossly underestimating the amount of urine that he can put out. <laughs> like, I just, that I'd be ruining two sets of sheets at the same time. Oh, my gosh. Have you done that? Um, so, I, I've only done that for births with, like, a waterproof sheet in between. Did it work? Yeah, with a with a real, like, waterproof sheet, though. Oh, all right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's our list for you, and we hope that you enjoy nesting, and we hope that you feel ready, secure, peaceful, and hydrated. And Yeah, and, and you know, like, hit us up with your favorite products. If you're like, oh, wait, I couldn't live without this thing in my nursing station, tell us what that is. Um, if we've never heard of it, I don't know, maybe we'll buy one and try it out. Who knows? Absolutely. We are always trying new stuff. So mm-hmm. definitely don't ever be afraid to message us. And we look forward to seeing you in episode three. Thanks, guys. This has been another episode of the Breast Friends Podcast. If you'd like more information on today's topic or you want to check out the sources we used, you can find them in the show notes. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing.